Hello and welcome to episode 164 of That King Thing. Before we go anywhere, you're breathtaking! <laughs> Just wanted to make you all feel good like Keanu Reeves makes us all feel good. I am the eldest King sibling and here to host this gaming podcast. My name is Thomas. I am joined by middle King sibling Joshua. That's me. And smallest King sibling, sorry, littlest King sibling, James. Hi. So E3 has kind of been and gone again for another year, brothers. It has. I guess that's all we're talking about, isn't it? Hmm, pretty much. Don't think we've got much time to even talk about this. About what? E3. We to talk about every last <laughs> little thing in it. It's going to take a good we, five hours. We're never going to talk about every last little no, thing, because no. half of it is shit anyway. Um. <laughs> 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 um to be fair, overall, as E3s go, this isn't the best one. Uh, it never was going to be because it's like end of a generation, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I don't know what you two both thought, but all I could all I could see going through this, and I'm sure we'll talk about them all as we get through them, but basically the entire thing, the entire set of conferences to me was just look at something that we're making and not going to show you any gameplay for and not even show you a date about because it's coming in the future, but it's too far away for us to be anything concrete about it. There was a lot of that. It kind of justifies why Sony didn't go because what happened last year with Sony? I don't know. (laughs) I can't even remember what they brought to the show. Uh, Do you know why? Because all they did is that stupid fucking banjo. Oh, yeah, it was in a tent, weren't it? Yeah, the banjo Mm. in the tent pretending to be the Last of Us 2 trailer, and then it turned into the Last of Us 2 trailer. (laughs) But there was, was like, nothing to show for PlayStation last year. And (laughs) they've not really got anything that they can show off again. So it kind of makes sense that they've waited. They've put their next gen dial down a bit earlier than other consoles, haven't they? Like Xbox is still it's still bringing stuff out. It's still giving dates for next year for new games that aren't going to be next Xbox games. Yeah, but PlayStation but... don't even seem to be saying much about next year because yeah. yeah, but it's because they're just keeping it under wraps, like. Xbox have tried to force themselves into this. We're still showing up. But most of what had dates for Xbox weren't exclusives. They were um Yeah, true. There were there were multi-platform titles that if Xbox hadn't shown them off, Bethesda or Ubisoft or Square Enix or whoever would have shown them off. Like the developers would have just shown them off, the publishers, yeah. whatever. That's that's how I see a lot of it. Um it wasn't exactly a bad show by any stretch of the imagination, but you could definitely tell it's a wind down in this current gen. Yeah. So before E3 even kicked off, there was news about Google Stadia. Um, going to that first, because that was like, we'll try and do it in as chronological order as possible, I guess. But Google Stadia is now set for a November release. It's going to be £120 here in the UK, $130 in the States. Um, and then you've got a 8 99 per month or $10 per month subscription for like the pro version of it. So the difference basically is if you just buy the thing, you've got to buy all yeah. your games. 
independently. Yeah. If you pay the pro monthly subscription, you get the games available to you, and you also get to play them in 4K. You only get 1080 if you don't pay yeah. for the pro thing. It's available to pre-order now. It's like a it's a founder's edition, is what they've called it. Basically includes three months of the pro service free. And it also has a three month trial that you can give to a, a friend to play as well. Uh, what's interesting is that like one of the headline games that they're advertising with it is Destiny 2, and Destiny 2 is going free to play. So yeah. what's the fucking point? Yeah, it's like, <laughs> it's like... Fortnite being the headline game. Why? Why? Yeah, why bother? An in- interesting one to go for. Um, there's some alright games on the list. Uh, Destiny 2, um, Baldur's Gate 3, when that's a thing. Metro Exodus, Fantasy 15, Elder Scrolls Online, Division 2. There's like Borderlands 3 as well. There's, there's, there is a lot of stuff on there, but are there games that you're going to want to stream? I guess. Especially when yeah, they're saying you need a 35 megabyte connection. Uh, you need a 35 meg connection to be able to yeah. stream in 4K. Yeah. When that's... most of this country here in the UK can't get past <laughs> five, let alone 35. <laughs> we aren't with the times. So. I mean, it's good that it works on just about any machine because it's them running the, the game. But you, True. If you've not got your internet, you've not. There's no point to it. Yeah, but the same applies to nearly every game there is these days anyway. Like, you, you turn your router off and see how many of your Xbox or PC or Grand PlayStation Theft Auto 5, work. and that's because I own the disc. That is yeah, but you should possibly, be able, No, yeah. you can play a digital title offline for a limited amount oh, of time. Yeah, but it depends on As long as you're on, on your home console, well. <laughs> yeah, and it's it the one that you, that you bought it for. And game sharing, that's not always easy to know exactly which one's... On your home well, console, technically, precisely, so it's, it's confusing. Um, but yeah, it's not. If you've not got the internet, it's no real point in buying one, in my opinion. If you've got it, and, it, and it's something <laughs> no, that you want to use, fun fact for Joshua. <laughs> if you don't <laughs> have the internet, there's no point. It's just very it's just good very, observation, Joshua. It's just it's, it's even more limited than what an Xbox or a console is because you have to have it at all times it's always online more than what the xbox is which struggles yeah, but... if you have a weak connection so is netflix well then again no that's actually not strictly true because you can no. download netflix stuff to your phone yeah so i'll stand corrected right there but that is that's google I'm... stadia that's a whole <laughs> yeah. other thing yeah um, <laughs> i don't think it really appeals to anyone in particular at the moment um, if that becomes a direction gaming goes in, maybe. But the problem is, it's the only thing Google are offering. At least with xCloud, which we'll get to eventually, it's a service additional to traditional mm. consoles and stuff like that. It's it's a supplement. It's not yeah your only option. It's a gimmick that they've made that they've let go out of hand, really, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Oh, well, it, it could well be anyway. I'm, I shouldn't yeah. say pretty much because <laughs> it's not for sure, but you never know. They might sell millions of the fuckers. They might. So um, let's start at EA Play, which is not a part of E3, but it's it's the same weekend and it comes first. 
Probably the most notable thing to come out of that was uh, Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah. Got uh, like a, really a good, Q&A like... to a degree on yeah. that. Um, saw some... There's about 15 minutes worth of gameplay available. Yeah. It's like a full well. mission, isn't it, or something? Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's a lot that you can see for it. Uh, it looks really good, in my opinion. It does do uh, yeah. same, but... It could just span out like previous Star Wars games that, um, like yeah, Force Unleashed and stuff because they look amazing. But when you play them, it's just repetitive. Maybe uh, you don't see enough of it to obviously know that for sure. Yeah. It's it is a heavily single player focused game though, which is the good thing mm, here. Yeah, something that you don't get. It's off an actual story driven game. Um. At least not outside of Sony Studios, you don't. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so Sony are like top dogs for it, but everyone else, they don't. Is that supposed to be a play on the fact that it's usually a naughty dog yeah, game? Yeah, you got it. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but, yeah, the, the Star Wars universe, if you want to call it that, within the game is all like completely canon. It all fits within the existing Star Wars universe properly from what they've been saying. So that'll appease like mega fans of the series that have been waiting for a game. Is like it not like relatively in line with the films at the minute? Because in the films at the minute, it's it's the whole um, like the Jedi race is like going extinct and all that. Um, Isn't this one between that... three and four? I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know, know where in the timeline it fits. I just know that it's. Kind I'll of... have a quick soft Google. It shouldn't be hard to find now. I'm sure they've answered that. Yeah, maybe. But it's looking like what we want it to look like, I guess. Yeah. Is the important thing here. It does look good. I, I quite like the look of it. Looks decent. Yeah. I like the new little seven. droid that they've introduced. Yeah. Yeah, I do. BD something. I can't remember what his number is. But yeah, a lot of the combat looks pretty cool using the force. You've got the stereotypical push away, pull towards you. Choke. Um, there's, I don't think, no, I don't know if there is a choke, but there's DLC. like force push, force pull. Is is they've said he that they've introduced Jedi like a double he's jump. Not, he's possibly yeah. not going to have any of the darker side powers like choking or he could do it, but they're not gonna or the light. It's, it's not really a power, is it? It's just no, it's his choice. way of using yeah. the force. <laughs> it's his choice. Choke a bit. So apparently, you will have to be good, though. You will have yeah. to stay. God damn it. On the good side. So. The force yeah. line. Be interested to see how it evolves over coming months. Um, moving on from that, they showed off some interesting stuff for Apex Legends Season 2. Uh, another new legend to join called Watson, who has electric fences and then as an ultimate, like a pylon, which can destroy. Uh, handheld projectiles like grenades and stuff like that and arc stars and also helps char- recharge team's shield while you're around the ultimate pylon. There's a new weapon coming called the L-Star which is going to only come from care packages and will basically have a set amount of ammo that comes with it and that's your lot because it's allegedly pretty powerful. They're changing the way some of the battle pass works from what feedback they've had. There's some new hop-ups coming. 
which allegedly make the Mozambique a usable gun. <laughs> and they're introducing ranked mode. So a lot oh. coming. The thing is, is it too little too late now? Because It's gone quiet. I've not seen it since the first season started and didn't play it very much after the first season came out. I think if... I think if they'd put some of this, not the character and the weapon or whatever, but the ranked mode in a bit sooner, I might have kept playing it a bit. But I've got no interest in Apex anymore, really. I think the problem that they've got is they haven't been quick enough on the updates. Yeah, it's been a bit slow. Uh, And dropping all this at once is probably uh, maybe a little bit too little too late for other than anyone that's like a, a diehard player of it yeah i've been tempted to go back to it recently just to have a play around with people that have either not played it before or have just started getting into it that kind of thing i've not yet but i've been tempted to <laughs> i think i'd go it i'd go back and maybe try this new watson character once she's released mm. and see what it's like see what differences there are but i think without consistent updates like what your likes of fortnite have got you're going to struggle in this day and age. You need that consistency of content to stop people getting bored and moving away. Yeah, even and if it's, it's not just things it. like um, little bits of weapon tweaking and stuff like that. Yeah, something's better than nothing, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Because like every single game, you're going to get like games where certain guns are better than others when they shouldn't be, like, you know, like UMP and stuff like that on PUBG. I mean, they could cheek, cycle cheek map and change the map. Not change the features of the current map, but switch it to a different map for a set amount of time and then switch it back and switch it yeah. again. Just to keep it a bit more fresh. Because if they put a new map in, I might go back and play on that because the first one is huge, but also loads of different areas. And if they put something brand new in, like a, a giant mountain, yeah, or something higher than what the walls are on that, but you actually go up it or something. I don't know, just something different to run around on might be a bit more interesting. That's one good thing yeah. about uh, COD with Blackout; they keep that quite fresh with what's going on. Yeah, so do Fortnite as well, though, don't they? They yeah. they've had the desert appear and then snowy bit appear and then they had a cube running around it for God knows how long and all kinds of shit going off. Loads of yeah. different reasons for you to go to different parts, but Apex has just been static with it. Unfortunately, when you're a free-to-play game with a single game mode of kill everybody, then the only way to keep people entertained is either that mode being absolutely shit hot or having those constant updates and and new sort of challenges and changes and stuff like that. Yeah, Yeah. Um, Some games try it and fall a little bit short i think apex might have turned into one of them where you know the quality is there because it's it's still a a good good studio yeah but it just needs more frequency to it i think but we're getting really really sidetracked on apex we've got a lot to get through very Um, quickly before you move on then it's post order 66 from episode three not (laughs) english post the order to kill all the jedis in episode three, after that, yeah. So it's between three and four, but not okay, not that far after, by the looks of things. 
Thanks for that confusing return to <laughs> Anyone who order. understands Star Wars and Order 66 will have understood that. But when we're talking about Apex Season 2 and you got it's, it's uh, post-Seasons yeah. 3, uh, Episodes 3 and 4. And I'm like, what? We're talking about yeah. Apex. <laughs> um, it Move wouldn't on. be EA Play without talking about EA Sports games. So main two Just that we saw out. were FIFA 20 and Madden 20. Yeah. Uh, there's a new... Well, I say a new game mode. It's not a new game mode, but they're building FIFA Street into it. It's back. Yeah, they're building FIFA Street into it. They've remodeled free kicks and penalties. Again. Um, again. And it's no longer just intelligent defending. It's now apparently football intelligence. So <laughs> I look forward to seeing how shit that is in September. Oh, God. There's um, one thing I've just noticed about the new penalty system. Only just realized mm-hmm. it, like, literally the other day. Um, the player's head turns for you to get a hint really? of which way they're going. Yeah. So when you're aiming to the left, the player's head's looking to the left, and when you look at when you aim to the right, so how you do you? Right. Yeah, but how would you look one way and go the other then? Because you, you power up your shot, looking to the left, and then you change your direction. Oh, risky! Risky! Tis got to risk it for that chucky biscuit. Mm, nobody really cares that much though. <laughs> uh, Madden 20 was the other one. There's a new game mode called Face of the Franchise, which is basically a career mode. It looks like uh, Longshot might be gone, the thing that was their equivalent of the journey, probably because it was shipped. Uh, <laughs> Face of the Franchise, it sort of sees you take it on like a, a young player from draft into the NFL and then kind of progressing the career from there. There's a lot of stuff to changes like the playbook and more options now, and it's going to have better updates apparently. So if a real life team is changing their playbook in a particular way, EA are going to be keeping the game up to date to kind of reflect that so that the players that you have are more like the players that are actually out there week in, week out for the team, which is pretty cool. Just quickly as well, just you made me think. Then, did um, mm. FIFA not say nothing about their uh, the journey? Because I ain't seen nothing about it. Uh, I don't remember them saying anything about the journey, but mm. that doesn't mean they didn't, yeah. because I have skim watched just about everything. Yeah, so... I, I can't remember saying. Oh, I was just wondering because they've taken out Madden. Maybe they've taken out a FIFA now as well and just chucked all, all eggs into the FIFA Street basket. The journey is over. <laughs> it has yes. come to an end. Um, and then the last bit of news from EA, really, uh, there was some Battlefield 5 stuff and shit like that. Um, and then Sims 4 is getting an uh, island living expansion. Ooh. So if you like Sims, you can take them to the beach now. Just not yeah. on console. Well, it would be on console, but don't play Sims on console. No, because it's wank. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sims on console has been wank, apart from Sims Two, busting out, around. Busting, busting out, and then Sims Two, yeah, which was yeah, they're the only ones that were ever any good on console. Mm. And I bet if I tried to play them now, they'd probably be shit. <laughs> <laughs> Quite like so. Um, let's move on to what was arguably one of the bigger shows, but we'll just talk about sort of key headlining bits, and that's Xbox uh, with no PlayStation around. Xbox got to show off quite a few more uh, multi-platform games rather than just exclusives. 
it was an opportunity to really do something to blow everyone out of the water because they were the only ones there when it came to the, the battle, but they didn't really seem to be all that bothered. Um, it was a fairly average show. Some interesting news that we'll go through in a minute, but it wasn't like mind-blowing or anything. It was just an average Xbox show, like no better or worse than any other year, really. Yeah. Um, and I think that is down to what we were talking about before, which is the fact that we're literally on the cusp of a new console generation. So it was a lot of this will come out with the new console. This will come out yeah. eventually. N- no hard dates for anything. Um, at least not anything that was... All the stuff that was new that we didn't already know about, pretty much none of it had a hard date. Yeah. Things that we'll get to like cyberpunk it was about the day and giving a more of a reveal of it mm. but it's something that people have known about for a long time yeah exactly everything that we got a date for is something that we knew about in yeah. more or less yeah. there were no like more real less. surprises no um they put like a an estimated release on project scarlet which is the new console so they said holiday 2020 and it will launch with halo infinite so we knew Halo Infinite was coming. We were hoping to see gameplay for Halo Infinite, as nope. we talked about last week, but didn't. Even from a PC perspective, this is what I was saying last week, that I don't think that the new Xbox is anywhere near ready enough to show something like Infinite. So if anything's going to show it, it's going to be a PC. And I don't think they'd do that at a Microsoft show. There you go. <laughs> Point proven. <laughs> I feel vindicated in what I said well, for once. The one didn't come out with a Halo game, did it? At all. There wasn't no. one to go alongside it, was there? They are possibly no. trying to make people want to buy it more by chucking Halo in with it, then. It's well, my, it's my, know, the, the, my thoughts on that, anyway. Come on. What's been the biggest complaint for the last three, four years? It's been a, a serious lack of first-party blockbuster titles. Yeah. And if they're not going to develop something new... The only thing that they've got to dip into is things like Gears of War, Halo, and so on. Yeah. And they're that's clearly both. what they've done because yeah. <laughs> they're doing both. But if they're not going to come up with something new, which I guess they tried with, like they had, they did have exclusives earlier in the generation, like yeah, Sunset Overdrive, Rise Son of Rome, um, Dead Rising is exclusive. So like. It, there is stuff there. It's not like there isn't anything. Yeah. But it's more that they didn't like properly grab people and become yeah. the next Halo or the next Gears or anything like that. And I don't think they were necessarily intended to. But No, they yeah. were like a part time big exclusive, weren't they? Like for a while mm. they showed it off and were like, This is gonna be amazing and then just sort of forgot about it after it round. Like yeah. Especially Rise of Sun of Rome. Why is there not a second one on that game? That game was really it's, good. It was it, really good. <laughs> like, I really it's enjoyed probably it. It's short, though, isn't it? Yeah, it's it is, it is really quite short, but I'd still buy another one. I'd still buy, mm. even if it's different character, different era, whatever. I don't care if the Assassin's Creed had the shit out of it and completely changed it up, but it was made by the same people and it was similar it's gameplay. Same mechanics. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I enjoyed it quite a bit. I've got a feeling that maybe the figures on it weren't that brilliant, and that's it's why possibly. it's not. 
I can't remember the characters' names. I know what happens in it. I can't remember what who it was. Like, not a clue. And I enjoyed it a hell of a lot. Yeah. I was trying to think what else they've got. There was Quantum Break, wasn't there? That was that's what two two years ago now. Yeah, that that were Um, big. Like, oh, we're making TV and games the same thing. Like, oh, that sounds really interesting. And then you what you've you downloaded it first. You're like, what the fuck? And then unfortunately, this generation for Xbox has been the generation of trying to push a boundary into something new. Yeah. And it not really working. Yeah. Like the whole connect thing at launch, uh, the whole one system to control everything with the TV and stuff like that kind of fell over. Um, obviously stuff like that where it was a bit of a mixture. <laughs> yeah, it, I don't know. It's they, they started trying to go too complex too soon. They needed to sort of go a bit mm. easier on it i think well this this is the thing though something like google stadia is what xbox have been trying to compete with for the last 5 years yeah. and it's never existed yeah like things like xcloud and stuff like that and game pass are basically their competition for something like google stadia but they google stadia didn't there. exist until now and well, not necessarily they wanted to be the first, potentially more than just that they wanted to be ready in that market for yeah. if it became the next thing and trying to preempt the market. And like I say, some of that stuff's kind of not worked out for them. Some of it has, some of it hasn't. Like Game Pass, I think, is one of the better deals in gaming. Have you actually streamed a game to your PC from your Xbox at all? Yeah, it's not the best. It's yeah, it does work, but it's not the best. It works. It really does a number on your quality so far. I don't know if it's gonna be if it's gonna be better than that, then great. But if it's gonna be, I think the yeah, but the difference is is that that relies on your Xbox, your PC, and your internal network being up to scratch. Project X Cloud and the way that it works doesn't. True. Yeah, Project X Cloud servers relies basically on you just having a half decent internet connection and that's it like netflix runs in 4k as long as a your screen supports it and b your internet connections all right yeah you don't need to be like a rocket scientist and have the world's best tech to watch netflix in 4k true and that's where project x cloud and google stadia are supposed to come in We've kind of talked about a different thing here because we moved on to XCloud by accident. (laughs) So what I'll do is I'll I'll mention the quick notes on the Scarlet. So it was holiday 2020, it's due to release, which is going to be October, November next year. So like 18, no, not quite 18 months from now. So start saving if you want one. I'd expect PlayStation 5 to end up having a similar release date and maybe see something more towards the end of the year from them. The keynotes on the Scarlet are basically the same sort of things that PlayStation have been saying about the PS5, if that's what it ends up being called. So they're claiming it's four times more powerful than the Xbox One X in terms of processor. There's a lot of terms thrown around like 8K, 120 FPS, ray tracing, blah, 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 blah. Using like, SSDs, virtual RAM, that kind of shit. Yeah, got mentioned a lot of tech jargon that yeah. basically means powerful. <laughs> powerful, <laughs> yeah. Power! Show me what um, you got. 
There is actually a really good interview with Phil Spencer on Engadget's YouTube page, and it's about somewhere between five and ten minutes, like a decent enough interview anyway, from E3, and it's talking about Project Scala and a little bit about xCloud. And what's interesting is the way that Phil's talking about the fact that they want to put choice back in people's hands so you're not forced down a particular route or you know, like a particular console or a particular mm. way of receiving a game, which is what Game Pass is all about, Project X Cloud is all about, yeah. the new console will be all about. And it's it's about that diversity for their gamers. So you can own a game and effectively play it in a multitude of ways. And that's mm. what they're trying to aim for. And it's it's actually quite a good little interview that sort of hits those key points. Um it shows why I think stuff like that has got a lot more respect than what Sony have been doing recently in terms of that because everyone's been on Sony's case about the crossplay as an example. So, But it's well worth checking out if you get the chance to go to Engadget's uh, page. So we've kind of talked about xCloud already. It's going to go into beta in October and it's been demoable at E3, so there's plenty of videos out there, people showing it off, running on mobile devices and stuff like that. It's looking pretty good but the thing to take with a pinch of salt is it's obviously in a very specific and controlled environment that they're demoing it so anything that you do see is probably not fully representative of how it will be once it goes into beta line into internet somewhere so that it has no problems whatsoever well yeah but it's to be expected it's e3 uh, and then we've kind of talked about it a little bit. I brought it up anyway. There's Game Pass and what is now Game Pass Ultimate. So there's now three different versions of Game Pass. You've got the Xbox console version of Game Pass, which is $8.99 a month, Something I think, like that, in, yeah. terms of, in terms of pounds anyway. It's $8.99, I think. Like You've that. then got um, Game Pass PC, which is a new one. So that's going to be $3.99 in terms of English money, and four ninety nine in terms of American, and it effectively gives you what is on Game Pass and available for PC. Reason for the slightly lowered price is because there's obviously not as many games available that work on both. But I've installed the app today mm-hmm. and signed up to Game Pass PC, and I can tell you there's still a pretty decent number of games on there. You've got stuff like Sea of Thieves, Forza Horizon 4, Gears of War 4, State of Decay 2, all that kind of stuff that you'd expect from console anyway. Um, Gears of War Ultimate's on there. Uh, i trying to think what else there were that caught my attention. Um, Football yeah, Manager 2019 is on there. Nice. That's, that's an interesting one. Uh, Hellblade's on there. Uh, Surviving Mars yeah. that Joshua was talking about. That's P- the PC version of that. on there. Super yeah. Hot's on there. There's like loads of stuff, absolutely loads of stuff. And then the interesting thing is that going forward, pretty much any Play Anywhere or like Xbox Studios title should in theory be going on to both, Um, which means that things like the Master Chief Collection is going on to Game Pass. So you've got the option of either going through Steam and it works out the equivalent of around $10 per game. So you can... The difference... The difference, I believe, by doing it directly through Xbox and the Game Pass system and then doing it through Steam is that as far as I'm aware on Steam, 
the games will be available individually. So you could buy Halo 1, the remastered Master Chief version, for $10. And then you could buy Halo 2 at a later date for $10 and so on and so forth, mm. which is pretty cool if that's if that's how it'll work. Obviously, the other option is buy Xbox Game Pass at $4, well, $5 a month and then complete a game over the course of two months and you're getting the same value, but then to continue playing it after that, you're obviously going to have to continue paying the Game Pass. So, swings and roundabouts, I guess. Or at the minute, it's £1 slash $1, isn't it, for Game Pass Ultimate for one month? Well, it's one, it's, it's, yeah, it's down yeah. to a pound or a dollar for your first month, but that's because it's officially in beta. Like, they've put it out and it's in beta. Uh, like I said, I've got it installed just to have a look at it. And then the other thing that they brought out to go with it is Game Pass Ultimate, which is basically both versions of Game Pass, so the Xbox and the PC one, and then your monthly gold subscription that you need to play stuff online. So quite good, that. that's probably aimed at someone like me. I will quite likely be switching to that once my subscription go. has gone. Yeah, that's the problem for me at the minute. I need to wait for my you not, gold to run out because I'm not sure how that works. Can you not stack it? I'll oh, take it. You won't know, but it'd be good if you could stack it onto the end of your, your, the ones that you've got. Yeah, but the problem is that if I'm paying... What's, I can't remember the price of Ultimate. It's about £15. Yeah, £14.99, I think. Right, so if that's £15 and I'm paying £4 for uh, PC Game Pass and £9 Console. for yeah. Xbox Game Pass, I might as well just use up my gold because I'm yeah. technically paying less than the Ultimate subscription. But once that runs out, if I pay the ultimate subscription, Especially that's cheaper if they do than it in renewing my bundle, gold. Like what they do with gold at the minute anyway. If they are going to I do believe that, there I was a year's bundle that I've seen. I'm pretty sure I've seen a year's bundle that you it's can get, very but I'm not 100% sure. It would probably be worth more so. than £100 for a year, but it's probably going to cost less than that. They've never charged that much for Xbox You'd Live. Think so. maybe. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll keep you posted because I'll end up buying it at some point. Um, in terms of games, game specific things that were showing off that are probably worth talking about, there's Minecraft Dungeons, which is a cool yeah, RPG dungeon, like dungeon, and it's a dungeon game, game pass launch one as well. So don't actually have to pay for it if you've got that full price anyway. Yeah, um, it's it's a just a cool little it's a good dungeon game good in that Minecraft twist, art style. So really. It's a Diablo kind of style yeah. Minecraft so looks- game, isn't it? It's a very rough way of saying um, it. To a degree, yeah. To a degree. Depends on what games you're used to, I guess. It's just a yeah. very stereotypical dungeon crawler. But in a Minecraft setting and art style, I guess. Um, one of the big things that they showed off was obviously Cyberpunk 2077. Um, Keanu Reeves won everybody's He has become the most memorable part of E3, but not for Xbox but just for himself. <laughs> yeah, this this is the irony. And I think that demonstrates exactly what I've been saying since the beginning of the show, which is E3 this year was just a bit meh. The fact that Keanu Reeves having a 30-second interaction with a member of the crowd <laughs> is the thing that everybody's talking about shows how meh the rest of the whole thing has been <laughs> and how average it has been. 
So I'd personally loved yeah. him going. I'm just here to tell you about something. <laughs> yeah, it's, I can't remember exactly how it went, but it was along the lines of "You need to see these streets because they're breathtaking." <laughs> and then the guy goes, "You're breathtaking," and Keanu is just like, "No, you're breathtaking." <laughs> Have you seen the thing that the guy's got an ultimate edition of the game or something for that? Yeah, so they tweeted afterwards. Uh, he he retweeted a tweet about the whole incident, saying, "Hat, that's me. I'm semi-famous now, or whatever." And then this CD Projekt Red saw that and tweeted a reply to him saying, uh, "How's about we take your breath away again, or something, and give you a collector's edition when the game launches in April?" <laughs> so it was pretty cool, I guess. Awkward moment when it's not him. (laughs) (laughs) Although, one thing about that particular incident and E3 as a whole, the whole (laughs) thing is fucking annoying, man. Like, it's like Bethesda, which we'll get to, is like, Fallout 76 is getting a little bit of new content, and there's just this one guy going, yeah! <laughs> It's like nobody likes He's Fallout 76. It, You've either why. been paid or you're a fucking imbecile. <laughs> Shut up. I did I did skip that. I don't know what they've brought out for Fallout 76 because I sort of skipped through the video I was watching because I didn't give a shit. <laughs> like, yeah, let's get to the next one. We'll, we'll talk about it very, very briefly because it's laughable in a way. Um, but yeah, that whole that whole culture of just scream annoyingly loudly while someone's trying to do a presentation and and GL well, it's not jeering, is it? But oh, it just it grinds me because I'm I'm trying to listen to the person on stage and all I can hear is some fucking dickhead in row thirty three going, <laughs> yeah! it's like fucking hell. <laughs> um, but yeah, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. <laughs> um, Release date of 16th of April, finally a date. It looks fucking amazing. And I've got to say, Keanu Reeves in that compared to um, Norman, what's his surname? Regis? Is it Regis? Norman Regis. Regis, not Regis. Norman Regis in Death Stranding. It's like you saw that character model, that render, and you were like, oh, that's so-and-so. And it looked like you were watching a film with that person in it. Just yeah, fucking awesome, absolutely. Awesome. Hope, hopefully, that's that's something that they start doing a lot more of because we started seeing recently, like in the last few years, big actors coming into games to do a story mode in it. Well, I mean, and I well, feel like it helps sell it a lot they better. Can use as well. all technology to capture what the actor's doing, and that that face yeah, is exactly. literally their face just rendered by a computer rather than a photograph yeah. or a, a camera filming it. I think this generation's definitely helped that a lot. Um, yeah. Games like Quantum Break have did it. Well. Um, there's a lot of stuff that's in like The Last of Us, uh, the Uncharted games. Um, oh, what's it called? Oh, yeah. Detroit, Become Human. Yeah. Like, There's a lot of stuff like that that's all very intelligently face mapped now, which Even means if that you... it's a lot easier to put the likeness in. Even if you go back to like GTA, yeah, good. Point. Like you look at yeah. Stephen Ock, yeah. who plays yeah, Trevor. Yeah. That is like ridiculous. Even Michael, yeah, like they're they're really good. Them. So I mean, that were yeah. back in what 2013, 2012? I like how James knows Trevor's name just possibly because he was in Walking Dead. Yeah, what's the only reason he knows Norman Reedus's name? 
Good point. Yeah. Very, very yeah. good point. He <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't have known him otherwise. He was in something else. What else has he been in? Who? Trevor is is in something else. It's like a new film or something. You soft Google it. We've got E three to continue with. It it don't matter. It's not important. It's not relevant. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, Cyberpunk looks awesome. Uh, Gears five. We saw a little bit of a reveal for. Uh, that's out this year, actually, isn't it? Yeah, in September. It, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Weird. Yeah. yeah. So new game mode in it. Yeah. Um, a new Terminator skin in the game if you pre-order it or something. Fucking weird. Yeah. Uh, four days early if you get the limited edition, but also if you're an ultimate. Not, I, mean... I think if you're an <laughs> ultimate subscriber of Xbox Live, you get the four yes. days early as well, which I yes, think is do. a really good thing to add in to the Yeah, so I believe that's actually worth pointing out because Game Pass Ultimate, on top of being Badass. like a mixture of all the services in one, it's also got some slight benefits like that. Yeah, it's. Um, let me just go on the actual official page for it now because it did say uh, be among the first to play the latest titles from Xbox Game Studios. Um, and then it lists a few. It's definitely something that it mentioned about. Here it is. Um, so, oh, it's only eleven pound for a month. What? Ooh. Was it I might as well buy it then. I might cancel my I might subscription as... for Game Pass. <laughs> I might as well buy it because just to point out, like eight pound a month for Game Pass plus four pound a month for PC Pass, mm. you're basically getting your Xbox Gold for free because it's yeah. the same price. Yeah. I didn't realize that. I've not paid enough attention. Um, but yeah, they, they're basically adding more stuff to it over the time, and it does say Gears Five Ultimate Edition. Uh, play four days earlier on console and PC. And it includes the Ultimate Edition character pack and 30 days of boost, which I'm guessing is like from what you'd get of if you bought the Ultimate Edition. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah, the, the Ultimate Game Pass thing is looking like a really good deal. But, you know, we're not the only ones that have said this for a long time, is that if they bundled Game Pass and Gold together... They'd be on to a winner, yeah. and oh, yeah. that that is based on and what that is. Plus, the, the PC yeah. version for someone like me is fucking insanely good value. Insanely good value. There's so many games that I've seen on that PC list that I'm going to install and it's, just fuck around especially with. Especially when <laughs> just about I, don't, I can't think of the last one that wasn't a play anywhere game that came out that was an Xbox games game. Yeah, they've all been that in the past like two years. It's the, it's the way that they want to go, though. They want that. They want the players to have the choice of where they play the games, and it's fucking good. This is the best bit that's come out of it, really. And it was something we already had anyway, to a degree. Um, more more games to briefly mention. Uh, Lego expansion for Forza Horizon 4. <laughs> Sounds dorky, but it actually looks pretty cool. Yes, yeah. And it's basically our... Hopes and prayers of Lego races remastered. <laughs> <Yeah>. Hopefully, <laughs> that's actually out. That's actually out as this goes out. It's out this week, so it's time for me to boot uh, Forza Horizon Four up and get on that case. Same. Build some cars. I hope. I really hope you get to build a car. I've not looked at it properly yet. That I hope it's cool. not just Lego versions of real cars. I really hope you get to build. <laughs> they did mention that. They did not mention building your own car. Oh no! But I don't know. They might have just not mentioned that. 
No idea. It's all right. I get it for free, so I don't care. <laughs> I, um, I think I don't think you'd be able to build your own car. They won't have mechanics on it, surely. We'll find out, James, because I'm going to install it tomorrow when it launches. Nice. Uh, Elite controller. There's a new one that people have been waiting for for ages, cause, mainly because <laughs> the rubber peels off the old one, and they're all desperate for a new one. <laughs> that is kind of why I've not bought one of the first ones yet. I've really to be fair, it. I have one of the first ones, and I've not had that problem. So obviously, I'm just not as sweaty as everybody else. <laughs> 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 now the the significant changes are they have changed the way that the rubber grip works it kind of comes all the way around the front now rather than just on the back um you've got three modes that you can set to it now instead of two so it gives you a little bit more of a quick switch there's some slight changes to the triggers where they've got like a slightly more textured grip to them you've got different levels of trigger stop whereas at the minute you just got it's either short trigger or long trigger and it's got like a little wireless charging pack with it as well which is pretty cool because it looks like the battery's integrated and it comes with a a kind of contactless dock that you sit it on mm. inside the case to charge it which is pretty cool so that is that that's available for pre-order at the minute it comes out in november so that applies to PC players, I guess, as well, because you can stick those in the you stick them in the PC, so it doesn't just apply to Xbox. Um, new Borderlands expansion that we talked about last week is now available for free. That was shown off during the Xbox conference, mm-hmm. so that now bridges the gap between Borderlands Two and the upcoming Borderlands Three, which they've also um, put Borderlands Two into Game Pass as well, so you can install that for free to play it. Well. Whilst I'm on the topic of Borderlands, if you are a PC gamer and have Steam, go on Steam because Borderlands 2, with literally everything that's ever been released for it, every kind of add-on, and Borderlands pre-sequel with every kind of add-on that's ever been released for it, are both available in a handsome Jack collection and it's about £4.90, so it's like it costs next to nothing. For two full games, it's like forty with every piece for of DLC piece ever. Of DLC probably less. It's yeah. I was listing them to Joshua earlier. There's like seventy items in there. Well, not literally seventy, but there's a hell of a lot of items in yeah. there because there's so much additional content that you get as part of it, which is pretty cool. So go buy that if you're interested in Borderlands. And obviously, it's on um, PlayStation PS Plus yeah, games as well. As well. So go get. Go get it on there as well. So basically, get it in Game Pass if you're an Xbox player. Go get it while it's dirt cheap on Steam, or go get it for free on PS. Just go get Borderlands, play it, enjoy it. They have done maybe get a slight hype for Borderlands Three, but not too much that it ruins it when it comes out. Of getting everyone ready for Borderlands Three, they've clearly gone to all their platforms and said, "Make it free, make it free, make it free," or at least make it as free as you can with Steam, because Steam don't want to. Probably give something away for free that that easily. Steam Steam, Steam give games away all the time. I know, Steam I know they do more free games than anything else. <laughs> I know, I know. They yeah, do. but still, are you sure? <laughs> yeah, you don't sound sure. <laughs> no, <I> <laughs> anyway, moving on from that to something slightly similar. There's Outer Worlds. We saw some gameplay for Outer Worlds, which because the reason I moved on to that one next is because it's kind of similar to a degree. Um, it's more like a slightly realistic looking. I say realistic. It's a slightly different art style, but very similar comedy style to Borderlands. 
Uh, that's got an octave, uh, October release and will come out on Game Pass, I believe. Is that right? Yes, it is Game right. Pass. I think it yeah. says Game Pads release there. I must have typed that wrong. Yeah. <laughs> so that's out in October, so not yeah. too long for Outer Worlds. Um, Elden Ring, which Joshua has again typed wrong. Um, that's <laughs> written by... Um, An idiot. <laughs> an idiot. <laughs> the, the guy behind Game of Thrones. <laughs> if Jada's description didn't <laughs> give it to you, um, George R. R. Martin, he basically has written a game with. It's Bandai Namco, I think. That it's I think it is. Through, I can't remember it? who the co writer is. There is a co writer. It's not just him. Yeah. But I can't remember. It's his not name. just him. <laughs> but it's, well, it's a Japanese name, yeah. isn't it? But. Yeah, he's written that. Basically, he wrote that instead of writing the final se- the book for the final season of Game of Thrones, and it showed. Oh, <laughs> uh, And there was a hell of a lot more as well on the Xbox stage. Um, I'm literally just going to name stuff because we need to move on, but we saw uh, Bleeding Edge, that's a arena multiplayer. Um, Fortress, Fortress uh, more Ori. Ori's coming out onto Game Pass. Fallen Order. Uh, the Blair Witch Horror Game, which basically looks looked good. like Outlast, if you've ever played Outlast. Uh, Spiritfarer, Battletoads, which we knew about from Rare anyway. That's coming out on Game Pass. Um, Dragon Ball Z game. I can't remember what it was called, Kakarot. but it was supposed to be like a an ARPG from what I remember seeing. Yeah. Um, Dying Light 2, which there's a little bit more on in the Square Enix show, so you can watch it from either Xbox or Square Enix. Uh, there was so much more of the stuff. Crossfire X, which looks like some kind of breach and clear, almost Rainbow Sixty type game potentially, and just fucking all sorts more. Um, there was loads there, but we're going to move on to Bethesda because we've spent so much time already, and we've only done two of the conferences. Although there isn't a huge amount to um, to see from Bethesda. We can skip one of, of our points, to be honest. <laughs> so Bethesda. <laughs> Bethesda basically had nothing. I'm not going to lie. I was very disappointed. Bethesda basically plugged add-ons and updates for existing games. <laughs> the most interesting thing to me personally was probably the Elder Scrolls Online stuff because I've been a player of that frequently. So there's just updates to where the campaign with Elder Scrolls Online is going. <laughs> Probably the biggest general news for people was the fact that Blades, the mobile game that we've talked about before on the show, Ooh. is coming to Switch. Switch Blades. Switch Blades, <laughs> as they call it during the conference. It's, I don't know. It's brilliant. You, you, I don't know if you're stealing that joke. Or I, am, I, am, I am stealing it, but it's brilliant. When he said it, I'm like, what? Oh my God, Switch Blades. <laughs> this is made up for it's Fallout awesome. 76. <laughs> it has. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So yeah, Blades is coming to it's, Switch, um, which makes me slightly more interested in playing. It's it, actually got wireless controls, like motion controls for it as well, which looks really <gasps> interesting. I didn't know it's that yeah. bit. So yes, it's, it's, I'm in, 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 in the video. Someone's in. swinging the sword. It's swinging the sword. They've got the shield. I don't know how sensitive or how realistic it is because in the phone it is literally you you swipe your thumb across it and it goes in that direction. So swinging your control in a certain way should make the sword act differently. But the shield is literally just up at your face, up at your face. So it's not really hmm. much to that. But the sword directions with the opposite control might be interesting. So cool. yeah, uh, that's fall this year, apparently. 
Yeah, it's later this year. Yeah. Um, there was, to be fair, there was other stuff. It's not like it's not like nothing was new. They showed but... off some Doom, I think. Didn't yeah, yeah, some Doom, Doom Eternal, um... wasn't it? Um, <laughs> um, some Rage Two stuff as well. Yeah, but Existing again, that's, game that stuff. that is specifically an update to a game that's only just come out. Yeah, no. It's not even like <laughs> an an old existing game. It's just come out. So there's that. Um, trying to think what else there was in total honesty that wasn't what I think was a bit of a joke in the Fallout <laughs> well, 76 Just stuff, in case you think it's a total joke and you want to check it out, there are free play days on Xbox, if you've got Xbox Live, because I noticed that earlier when I turned Yeah, it's, it's on. on now, isn't it? Fallout yeah. 76. If you, wanna, if you want to see how much of a joke it might actually be, which I might do, but Bas- I can't be asked. <laughs> Basically, in I don't need the free to play days. I fucking I bought the piece and of you're shit. Still not fucking played it, <laughs> and I've still never played it because it's shit. Um, we can't laugh. Basically, we what they've anthem. done is in a really wank attempt to try and save the game, they put a fifty-two player battle royale mode in it, Why and it's basically 52? a fight to be the overseer. Why yeah, fifty-two. Yeah. I don't Surely know. they should have pushed for seventy-six. Oh, no, it, their, that's their server size, though, isn't it? Fifty-two is their server size. Surely they should have upgraded it to seventy-six people. Yeah, just to be a bit classy about it, like six seventy-six. No, people but I believe that the vault number that you're fighting for is vault number fifty-two. Mm. Ah, fair <laughs> I'm pretty sure the trailer said vault fifty-two has no overseer, and you're fighting to be the overseer of that vault. It's a very shit excuse for all to be able to fit 52 people. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> it is what it is. This Christoph Alt is number 52. It's typical Bethesda, patching over cracks. Exactly, yeah. That's what I'm about to say. You've got to purchase the world's worst game release of the past year in order to play a new game mode that has literally been made to well, try and redeem a game that no one wants to buy. I could be wrong, but I rem- I thought I remembered hearing somewhere that Fallout 76 could be heading free to play like what Destiny 2 is. <laughs> it should do. It it needs to, especially if they're putting this battle whether, mode in it. Whether it was complete fallacy or not, I don't know, but it's possible. They don't really do free to play, though, do they, Bethesda? Other than Blades, the Blades and Legends. <laughs> The card game, and Legends. And the phone game. Well, yeah, phone games. Technically, Elder Scrolls Online is free to play depending on what platform you're on, because it's in Game Pass. Yeah, true. Um, and it doesn't cost that much to get it either. It's about fifteen quid for yeah, the it's game now. If that. Quick, quick, big sale, isn't it? To get everything. Yeah. Um, do you know one thing that they did have um, that <laughs> was a mobile game, but. I don't think it was that brilliant, to be fair. It was... Um, oh, Commander Keen. Commander Keen. Yeah. Like a remake type it's thing a, of Commander Keen. I was like, yeah, what the it's fuck? like a kid-friendly, <laughs> cartoony phone game. Of well, yeah, but Commander Keen's like proper old school. Yeah, it's no. from... Uh, I can't remember what console it was on, but back in the day. Uh, and it's like a remake of sorts. And yeah, like Joshua said already, there's some like Rage Two updates, but again, it's a it's a game that's only just come out for fuck's sake. Like, if people are playing it and like it, they're going to know about the update. So why are they bringing it to E3? Yeah, mention it and say, oh, we've updated these. Do you know what was interesting is that it looked like they were working on something 
that's their own version of a X Cloud and Stadia with that Project yeah, Orion, I Orion, think it was yeah. called. That was basically a streaming service that they were really pushing. So it's looking like it is the way that things are going to be going. So it's cool. And yeah, we mentioned Doom Eternal briefly, uh, and I genuinely can't think of anything else now. No Elder Scrolls Six or Starfall? What's no. it called? Star- is it Star- uh, Starfield? Starfield, yeah. Yeah, because they're going to be next gen. Yeah, definitely. So the the, the point 100%. is they're not ready, and why show them? That's the and it won't even be ready a year after next gen's been out. Guarantee. Well, Exactly, they they're probably not even going to be launch tiles yeah. for the next gen. So, which if they want to make some serious money after ice. Fallout seventy six has flop, they kind of want to do. How on earth have we talked about Bethesda for so the long? The Keanu Reeves reset took about ten minutes, <laughs> so we are pushing time just because of Keanu Reeves. Yeah, we fell behind. <laughs> no, but I mean, I'm just saying. How have we talked about Bethesda for so long? Because the know. conference was shite. Moving I think on. That's why Ubisoft. <laughs> yeah, let's do it, Ubisoft. Um, what's okay? Watchdogs Legion. We knew what was coming with this yeah. to a degree because of the teasers last week. But fuck me, it's so annoyingly Cockney. It's like, all right, mate, <laughs> we are gonna take them down, aren't we? All right, up the apples and pears. It's like fucking hell, mate. Talk like a normal English person instead of a like an idiotic version of. Charlie Hunnam when he's in Green Street. Like, that's exactly what he sounded like to me. It's like they tried too hard. He's <laughs> just like, oh, I'm forever blowing bubbles. Oh, like, fuck know. off with that right annoying accent. <laughs> that game has nothing that I'm interested in at all. <laughs> Do you know nothing. what? Loads of people were like, it looks really good. I'm like, I could not give a shit. <laughs> yeah. I, I've <laughs> not said gonna that lie, to I could not give a shit. People have said Watch Dogs <laughs> looks really good and it's in like our country. Like, I don't give a shit. It's not got a proper story because if you can be any NPC, it's not your personal story. <laughs> so why'd you give a shit? And yeah, you can be any NPC, which is wonderful, but what happens when your fucking favourite one dies? Like in like your you have to be a new one. Yeah, but in your case, for fucking what's State it called? Decay. Zombie game. State of Decay, where you've never oh, gone back yeah, to it because someone decay. died. What if that happens? Yeah. <laughs> it's all right. I've got it on Game Pass um, for PC now, so I might just start a new game on PC instead. Yeah. And like, like you said, <laughs> it's annoyingly far over the top Cockney British shit. That trailer That's... is. I know the whole game might not be, but mm. that trailer is just fucking irritating. Because it's like nobody fucking talks like that, except like, what's his name? Dick Van Dyke in <laughs> Mary Poppins. <laughs> like that. It is to that That's level of done. annoyance they've and over stereotypical British voices. And he's going to put first tipple like, in. That's no, it. Yeah, well, they've they've Googled British accents and they've basically got Dick Van Dyke from <laughs> Mary Poppins and, like I said, Charlie Hunnam from Green Street and just merged them into one voice. <laughs> it's just like these bits where, because he's supposed to sound angry, it does sound like when he's in Green Street and he's like, we're going to fuck him up. <laughs> it's like... It's just that kind of voice. It really fucking annoys me. The only fun so part about that. So it's safe to say I'm not a fan of that trailer. The, the only fun part about that trailer was don't engage the the robot telling him to not engage him 
the character pops up and starts shooting at him. And he's like, oh, you know, do after he's dead. Just sarcastic, <laughs> like, fine, don't listen to me. Yeah, but they've stolen that joke from Outer Worlds. Have they? Do you remember, do you remember the first reveal trailer for Outer Worlds no. where um, it basically it's in first person. There's a woman saying something to you about... Um, oh, this person must be put to justice, like blah 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 blah, and then your character just turns, shoots the person in the head, and she's like, "Oh yeah, or not?" Yeah, <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, yeah. See, so it's basically just a stolen joke. Good job, Ubisoft. <laughs> um, what did look good though is Cus Recon Breakpoint. Yeah, me and James have already had moderate interest in this. It's definitely not hype. It's only moderate interest. Yeah. Honest. Um, we're trying. We're trying to good contain though. it because James. Yes, what's his name that was on stage? Um, I don't know. Oh, I thought you'd have known that one because he's from Walking Dead. Oh, was it? I didn't even watch it. You, you haven't even. I've, I've seen it. the like release trailer thing that they did. Oh, I've not watched the actual Shane, conference. Thing. Whatever he's called. I can't oh, Shane. Yeah, yeah. Because it's fucking. I don't know his real life name though. I can't remember you don't know his real life name. Brothers, I thought you'd have known this. You should know him as well, Joshua, because he's Punisher. I know, I, I, I have known his name, but it's a name that I forget quite easily because he's no longer in one. Have you noticed that I'm criticising you two because I'm basically stalling for time because I can't remember his name either. <laughs> Let's go with Stuart. Just, his name's not Stuart. Stuart Little. But he came on stage with his pupper. And so basically, this, the day was won by Keanu Reeves and a dog. These, those are the highlights. Is <laughs> the John dog, Bert, uh, Berthol. That's I it. That was close. <laughs> what did so you say? Peter? Him and his dog and Keanu Reeves saved the whole conference. <laughs> yeah. What, what breed of dog was it? Uh, <laughs> it was like a pit... Not not a pit bull, but uh, some kind of bull mastiff or mm. something. I can't remember. I'm shit with dogs of that well, sort of. It's not a beagle or a um, Labrador. So don't give a fuck. A dog's a dog. No, you would, James, if you saw it. It went a bull mastiff because it's like you know when you know you get a bulldog that's like not got a scrunched up face and the skin's all in right place. Yeah. It were one of them, mm. and you know, like they call them like blue because they've got like that weird dark grey black skin. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a blue well, staffy. One of them. Uh, like, yeah, like a, a staffy, probably. Like, like a dark blue or black staffy, yeah. Ah, yeah. oh, fair one. Yeah, I, I could get, get down with that. On a side note, though. Or like an American bulldog or something. If anyone has a male beagle and would like to mate it with a chocolate Labrador, please hit me up. <laughs> Why would you put a beagle? I want, I want to see what a beagle a and beagador. a together look like now. The, the Is that what it's beagador. called? Is this a real thing? Yeah, I've made it up, I just but built... I imagine that's a really good Beagle name. lab mix. I've just Googled it and it came up. Yeah. Beagador comes Images. up with a beagle lab mix. Beagador's actually... a real thing, James. Oh my God, I can see one that does... It's basically a beagle, but with Labrador yeah. fur. Just, Honestly, yeah. they're, they're so nice. I want one. So is, hit me up if a... anyone has a male beagle and would like to mate. <laughs> Not with me, with my dog. <laughs> James's punishment. <laughs> you, need, you need, like, Tinder for dogs, don't you? So that you can just, like... I bet there is. Like, you put your dog on and then you swipe left or right, depending on, on oh. if you want the dogs to mate. And then it'll come up and be like, you've got a match! <laughs> and then you can just, like, make crossbred puppies. The best thing is we've got some <laughs> right good pictures I could use for that as well. 
Oh, do you know what's funny is we're supposed to talk about E3. Yeah, but, um, Dog stole the show on E3, so he can steal this one too. <laughs> okay. Um, do you know what I saw at Ubisoft that I was like, "What the fuck?" I didn't even know that was still Ubisoft. a thing. For honor, mate. For honor content. Oh my god! Still got a lot of people playing that. You know. I was really surprised. Obviously, there was like Rainbow Six content, but that is still a popular game. Yeah. I didn't realize people still played For Honor, oh, yeah. but apparently they do. So that's pretty cool. See, maybe Ubisoft have done something interesting here that they've flown completely under the radar with, but they do have two quite key games there that are constantly updated and have been making them a steady flow of money for a long time. And then occasionally they chuck an Assassin's Creed out. No, like, loot box drama, no massive DLC drama, just plodding away, like, with content updates for games that exist and have got, like, cosmetic purchases in them and stuff like that. But nobody ever really has gripe with them, which is interesting. Mm. Well done, Ubisoft. Well done. It's just a shame that your servers are made of potatoes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And when you when they bring out a game that's new and it's got like an invisible wall that stops you getting up steps, everyone talks about it. All the eyes. Yeah, because the servers are made yeah. of potatoes. <laughs> they had an eye issue as well, didn't they? Was, no, no, that's, that's yeah. Oh yeah, that was um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's go on. Who was it? It's Mass, Mass Effect. Effect Andromeda. Yeah, but. It's not just EA, is it? Is it Bioware? It's Bioware, but it is just yes. EA games. Is that why we're all? So that's why we're all scared because protect your eyes. Mass Effect was an issue. Then, um, thing has been an issue. Go on. Assassin's Creed Unity. Anthem. <laughs> Anthem as no, well. Anthem. But I'm talking about Bioware specifically. Yeah, no. And then, if there is a Dragon Age, whatever it is coming for, we're fucked. Because <laughs> it's gonna have fucked up eyes and no content. It's just gonna be like a, a huge disaster piece combined with Mass Effect and Anthem. Next company to go under. It wouldn't surprise me if this is completely off topic for EA, but for EA, sorry for E3. But it wouldn't surprise me if Dragon Age Four is finished and doesn't do significantly well. And EA we would don't see any more of Bioware, and they're gone. Yeah, it wouldn't. That's surprise not me. off topic for EA, though. You weren't you weren't wrong when you said this. Is... I know, but it's because EA and E three are very similar <laughs> words to each other. <laughs> anyway, moving on from that, uh, back to Ubisoft. Division two is uh, free to play over this weekend to entice more people in. There's new content coming for that. There's a new eight player raid coming and stuff like that as well. So. Yeah, install it and try it because that means I can have more people to play it with and I might go back to playing it because it's not a bad game. I just got a bit bored of doing stuff on my own once I got near the end of the game. So please install it, brothers. (laughs) Um, Roller Champions, okay? Ubisoft showed off something called Roller Champions. Basically look like Rocket League for people who can't drive. (laughs) Agree? Disagree? I'm just watching it now. James probably hasn't seen it. No. <laughs> I don't think I've seen this one. I'm gonna get I'm gonna oh, get I a have. trailer so that um James can see it because he's useless and hasn't watched any of E3. I have watched E3, just the bigger stuff. 
Right. Like, <laughs> you mean trying to say Roller Champions isn't big, James? 100%. It's the whole new Rocket League. Have you seen the size <laughs> of the gloves they wear, James? They're huge. Have you... No, have you realised that if this becomes a successful game, it will not longer, it'll no longer be Rocket League. It'll be Rocket Champs, Rocket Champs, <laughs> Roller Champs. Oh yeah, Roller Champs. <laughs> oh, maybe it right. will become. I'm still adjusting, Champs. all right. I'm still adjusting. See, instead of putting those characters on a track like that, why didn't they give them an open world city to just go around and give it a storyline? You mean Jet Set Radio Future slash Sunset Overdrive? Yeah. <laughs> you mean two games that already exist? Well, Jet Set Radio 2. <laughs> Can we not just enjoy the fact that someone's made Rocket League for rollerbladers? <laughs> and it actually yeah. looks like it could it does, be quite it fun. It does actually look quite fun. So, Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for agreeing with me. <laughs> You're welcome. So. That's that. Um, and that is Ubisoft. Ubisoft. We probably missed loads, but I'm talking about things that interested me and whatever these two think of, because they didn't do much for this part of the show. Joshua did all the Xbox work and I did the rest. James did nothing. <laughs> I did nothing. <laughs> 60 games and um, 34 game pass launchers. We passed that now. <laughs> Square Enix. Um, okay, so... The main things I took away from this were Final Fantasy stuff. So we saw a little bit more of Final Fantasy VII remake. Mm. We saw that there's going to be a Final Fantasy VIII remake, which is disappointing. It's not nine because nobody cares about eight. The people wooing and screaming are idiots because it's either seven or nine and eight is rubbish. Can we just talk about the size of that fucking sword as well? What sword? On Final Fantasy I don't know which one it was. I don't it's pay attention to Final eight, Fantasy. It? Bar that fucking sword. It was a fucking huge sword that he had on his back. Oh, it is, James. That's how fucking yeah. Final Fantasies work. Stop being a douche. Have you ever seen, James, just, Stop being a douche just Google Monster Hunter characters and put it on images and have a look at size of their weapons. Yeah, that sword from Monster Hunter is ridiculous. Just, it's, it's insane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um... Sorry, he's, he's on about seven, isn't he? I've just realised I said eight, he's on about seven. Yeah, the the remaster one, the remake one. Yeah, you're on about the remaster of seven. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, there was those. Uh, Shadowbringers, <laughs> which is the new expansion for Final Fantasy XIV Online. More stuff from that. That comes out soon. I think it was July. Dying Light 2, we saw a bit of it in Xbox. We saw more of it at Square Enix. Looks really It does good. look pretty good, yeah. though, to be fair. Does look really good. Um, did either of you see Outriders? Yes, that? that was the. Um... Oh Christ! What was it now? I remember seeing it as well. Oh, I don't because I didn't. What it was? It's the next point that I'm more interested in from Square Enix. It's basically. Um... It yes, it, it looks. It, it was it... like a, a weird um, a, a four player co op or something, weren't it? Yeah, it's a bit like a four. It looks like a four-player um, post-apocalyptic kind of game, but it looks pretty good in terms of sort of graphics and the the atmosphere. I guess that the trailer gives off. There wasn't much to it, but it's due to come out next summer, so hopefully we'll see more of it. I guess between now and then. Yeah, I can just remember a massive so. monster. 
Yeah, there's a huge monster. That was the bit that got me, actually, because when that thing's like, he stood in front of him, um, and they they just stood there, and it pans out, and you see how big that thing is compared to them, and it's panning out. I was just, I looked at the thing, and I was thinking, fucking hell, like, it looked cool. Shit. So, hopefully, something comes out of that, and it's not just a bag of shit. Um. One of the things that everybody really wanted to see and we saw was the new Avengers game. Yes. Uh, Nolan North voicing Iron Man, and it was so fucking obvious yeah. that that was what was happening. <laughs> I don't know. How he sounded exactly that, like he did as Ghost. <laughs> not going to lie. Not Ghost exactly Kid Six, but okay. No. He's the Ghost. Did he? Oh, yeah, he did. Yes. Yeah. Sorry, I'm thinking wrong way around. Continue. Yes, you are. <laughs> um, yeah, the Avengers game did look pretty cool, though. So, effectively, there's Iron Man, Captain America, Black Widow, Hulk, and Thor. Um, what's a little bit weird is that I'm guessing it's because of licenses or something, but they don't look like the actors that we've seen in the Marvel MCU. They look more like the comic And they don't really sound like them or anything like that either. So it's a little bit odd. If if they could get the the full licensing for everything for it, and even get the actors to come in and actually like do the lines and stuff for it, that would be... I'm not saying it wouldn't be at the minute, because it does look quite cool, but that would be unbelievable, that game. Well, it's only like the Spider-Man game, isn't it? The Spider-Man's not um, what's his name from the mo- the recent movies, so it's not a problem. It's just it really stuck out, especially with how prominent like Endgame's been recently yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. It really stuck out that these weren't the characters we'd been watching for a long time in the films. However, other than that, it looked really good, and I like the idea of like this up to four player co op where. Yeah, you know, it's one have... of you is Iron Man, one of you is Captain America, yeah, one cool, of you is Thor, man. just going it's around fucking doing It's going to have its own single-player campaign, the four-player co-op. Yeah. No chargeable DLC, including any new characters or stories they put in it. And yeah, multiple outfits for your different characters. So I think they might try and make some money off of that somehow. But you can change yeah. the outfits of them to ones that have been in comics or not even existed that the companies made that Square Enix have made up themselves, especially for a Do you not think it's a sad state that the industry's in where making an announcement like, when you buy this game, you will get everything at day one and anything else we release will be included for free and that gets like a huge fucking uproar and cheer. It's disgusting. I watched an actual Marvel video about it, about them being there looking at it on their YouTube thing, and they were like, there's going to be no charges for anything added to the game. So once you've got it, you've got it. And they were excited about it because even they expected to be charged for it because they didn't know what would be made until E3 like we did. Because it's been kept secret from who? People who do the Marvel YouTube episodes, like their news and stuff like that oh, from Marvel. Right. So they were excited about it because they didn't know. <clears throat> That's so I fucking confused. So are they Marvel or... <laughs> they do the was, Marvel YouTube. Just... The, the official Marvel Josh, YouTube. Joshua was, basi- Joshua was just basically saying people were surprised. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> and we're going to move on to Nintendo from that because that's the last thing for us to go through tonight. And then we've made a, a fairly decent, normal-length episode out of this somehow. Um, Nintendo. So there's a few big talking points. Um, a couple of quick mentions where Luigi's Mansion 3 uh, and Dark Crystal getting its own game. Both do look like they could be pretty cool, but they're just not my taste of games, either of them. Like, nothing wrong with them. I don't think. Yeah, same, same Just not me. for me. Yeah, Not something so, I'm interested in at all. Yeah. Um, Luigi's Mansion 3 did have the cool like multiplayer online thing. I think it was up to eight people online, which could be interesting, but I don't really care for Luigi's Mansion games, so I don't know what benefit that'll have. <laughs> so, <laughs> make of that news what you will. Uh Next on my list, Link's Awakening got a date of 20th of September, and we saw a little more of that. Yeah. That's the remake of the traditional Link's Awakening, but in a more recent Wind art Waker style, like a more style. art style. Yeah. yeah, Wind Waker kind of style. And that looked awesome. Yeah, it does. Really interested for that now. Really excited for that, September 20th. So, one for James, Resident Evil 5. Shiva! And Resident Evil 6 are both being ported to Switch. Updated so when James gets his Switch old. that he steals from Mother, he'll be able to play Resident Evil 5 and Resident Evil 6. <laughs> um, Witcher 3 is also getting a port to Switch. That's, so you that's can play Witcher 3 on the thing. go. I'm, I'm that is pretty cool. Get that. that is pretty cool. Um, Mario and Sonic Olympics coming out in November. That actually looked pretty cool. I was a little dubious at first when I first started watching it, but the more I saw of it, I was thinking this actually would be a pretty cool game to have on Switch, mm. especially if you've got a few extra Joy-Cons and you can all get around one TV and go head-to-head like four players at once or something. That would yeah. be pretty cool. So that'd be interesting to see that in November. Um, finally got a date on Animal Crossing for the Switch. Woo! But it's March 20th, which is far later than anyone who wants that game wants that to be. <laughs> it's upset a lot of people, I think. I think it's upset a lot of people. But it exists and it has a date now. So, yeah. It was originally supposed to be sometime later this year. So I think a lot of people were hoping that it, it was going to be like, it's out tomorrow or, you know, something really <laughs> stupid like that. But, or at least like holiday, like fall this year. But no, it's March 20th next year. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Banjo-Kazooie into Smash Bros, everybody. Rare and Nintendo team up once more to put Banjo-Kazooie on Smash Bros. There were some other Smash Bros announcements. Um, a few more Dragon Quest characters, I think. Yeah. And stuff like that, but really the only one anybody gives a shit about is Banjo Kazooie. And then the last big announcement I would say was just a tease that Zelda Breath of the Wild sequel, not specifically Breath of the Wild 2, but I guess that's what it will get referred to as for the foreseeable future. <laughs> but it is in development, and we saw a tiny little bit of something that was a bit dark and dank. Yeah, I've heard somebody say this could be the Majora's Mask of this part of the series, which makes sense. It's it's really strange for a Zelda game to continue on into a new game as well. Yeah, exactly, which Majora's Mask is one of the only ones that does it, isn't it? 
And so, that's, that's what excites me about it. They're carrying on the story after you've beat yeah. Ganon from Breath of the Wild. Whoa, spoilers, bro! If you're not playing a Zelda <laughs> game, I got that far. <laughs> Who's Ganon? <laughs> it's kind of like Gammon. Gammon? He does turn into a big pig, usually. Yeah, I've always, I've always wondered the, um, <laughs> the similarity between names, because he does look kind of like Gammon. He does kind of look like a piece of meat. Yeah. <laughs> Um. So, but yeah. Anyway, that <laughs> that was interesting news. Um, it was. We've got one last part for the show, I guess, which is. Hurrah! <laughs> which is just a case of running through what people have sent us about their thoughts from E3 for this year. So, let's roll through them, boys. Which one of you is doing it? Let's take it in James. turns. All right, James first then. Okay, uh, Glenn Green, baby GG Green Night 3 says Final Fantasy 8 Remaster. It's not as good as 9 or 7, but I'll entertain it. What? Oh, entertain it. What about oh, you guys? The, gra- <laughs> the grammar on that is poor. Um, <clears throat> and of the new Zelda being announced means I have to buy Breath of the Wild now. If you've not got it already, Glenn, then you're missing out. Cause it's good. Have you have you got it, Thomas? Have you played it? Um, I've not. I've pl- I've played it not to completion. Right. Um, <laughs> I've played it, but I since I bought my Switch, I haven't bought Breath of the Wild. All right. So I'd either have to borrow it from someone or I know buy it for myself. It, so not. I me. think to be fair, it might have been your Switch. I played it on <laughs> at some point, All right. or you showed it me or whatever. But I, I've definitely played it, just <laughs> only for like. An hour or two. I've yeah. not played like a huge amount of it or anything. So, right. Next um, then, it's yeah. Chris Evans, Banjo, motherfucking Kazooie. Every other Smash Bros. character is dead to me. <laughs> hmm. Chris is a pretty big Rare fan and specifically a Banjo Kazooie fan. Yeah. As we know from the time he was on here and did it as Mastermind. Matt likes his Banjo Kazooie as well. I imagine he'll be quite pumped for that. And he's a big Smash Bros player. Yeah. Well, let's get ready. Chris versus Matt. Banjo Kazoo off. Fuck it. Let's do it. When let's... is when are they actually out? Are they out now? I can't remember. I genuinely can't remember. No, I think he might have said fall. No. So they're coming soon. Yeah. As far as I know. A little bit of a wait then, Chris. David Underground Moo Faria says, finally getting a, re- a release date for Cyberpunk and Final Fantasy VII Remake. Uh, Watch Dogs Legion looks pretty dope too. See, look, David likes it. We all think it's too cockney. Maybe that's because he's <laughs> not experienced that accent as often as we have. Maybe it's because he doesn't realise that it's just totally inaccurate. Yes, that's that's trying to that's sort of what I'm trying to say. I was just really struggling with that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can see. Look, I can see why Watchdogs appeals to people. It just doesn't interest me, and the fake London accent made it worse. Number two killed it, rather than better. Um, next up, Lee Jerry, Nar- Jerry Narco Holmes, Switch Portable Witcher Three. Hashtag Switcher 3, which is brilliant. <laughs> Switcher 3. That's as good as Switchblades. <laughs> it is as good as Switchblades. Switchblades and Switcher 3. It's all about the Switch. 
Best part is fucking Witcher switches his blades quite a lot. What? Well, yeah, there is that, yeah. I guess. <laughs> James don't know because James don't know what I'm on about at all. Aaron Thomas. This is Doom was my first first person shooter. So Doom Eternal rang the fuck out of my bell. Uh, <laughs> I'd love to hear your thoughts on Deathloop 2. Um, I'm not usually one for this genre, but Ghostwire to- Tokyo looked interesting too. That did actually look quite cool. Um, I can't remember. Who's, whose thing was that in, Ghostwire? So both of those were in... Bethesda. Yeah, the the Ghostwire thing. I but like. the thing Ghostwire. is, both of them are only just being published by Bethesda. They're not actually got Bethesda's involvement. But these were also two more games that were um they were basically like cinematic reveal trailers and zero gameplay. Yeah. Like it's not that they looked bad, but it is a thing of uh, just another one of those things where there's no actual game to show mm. you and it's clearly going to be next gen and we're not going to see anything else for another 12 months probably. That that Ghostwire thing, um, they made a film that was sort of similar to that kind of thing. It's, it's that where people disappear, isn't it? That's, I'm remembering it right, aren't yeah. I? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's the Ghostwire one, yeah. Yeah. They do. There's a film that's like that. Yeah, there is. Um, Nicholas Cajun. It's quite weird. There's an, there's another film like that. Like like what? What? You won't get it, James, because you've not finished the MCU. Oh, <laughs> uh, hi. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> uh, Dan Smith has not sent an essay this week, but what? has said. <laughs> Lots caught my eye from that sexy mofo Keanu Reeves, Pokemon Sword and Shield, motherfucking Avengers, and Animal Crossing. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Hell of a lot. All good points. <laughs> I forgot there was a little bit more Pokemon Sword and there Shield. We actually there was saw a bit of gameplay, gameplay from it, yeah. didn't we? Like, yeah, I forgot to mention that. The two different types of approaching a Pokemon battle, different weather systems, and being able to spin your camera around. So it's yeah. completely 3D. Yeah, Cataclysm says uh, Keanu. No, it's Cataclysm. <laughs> Say it properly. Cataclysm. Say it properly. <laughs> Cataclysm. Keanu Reeves is bare. That's all I know from E3. That's all a lot of people know from E3. That's all everyone needs to know from E3. <laughs> uh, next up, Chasm. Uh, Gods and Monsters, Assassin's Creed meets Zelda. Will it be as awesome as it sounds, or will it be a flop? Mm, I don't know if it, it. The thing is, I don't know if it will be Assassin's Creed meets Zelda, because I know it's from the part of Ubisoft that made Assassin's Creed, but I don't know how much of that influence is in it. Um, it's definitely got a Zelda slash yeah. monster huntery kind of vibe to it. I'd say it looks more like Zelda meets Monster Hunter, personally. But I think that's more just because they're fighting these big monster things and it is a very sort of Zelda-feeling art style to a degree. Yeah. Um, so, Dummy 2008 Paul Carter of the Paul Posse 
Hi, Paul. Hi, Paul. Hi, Paul. Um, I'm upset by the Shenmue... I can never say this one. Shenmue. <laughs> Shenmue. Shenmue. I can't say it. I really struggle with it. Um, Shenmue 3. Yeah, let down. But hyped that Banjo and Kazooie made it in Smash. Yeah, everyone's been hyped for Shenmue 3 for ages. And then I think it got revealed during the PC show. You know what? And really? Nobody's nobody's happy about <laughs> yeah. it. Let's put it that way. <laughs> really bugs me that the first two games are in Game Pass and stuff now as well. I, I was just about yeah. to say, if you do want to play the old ones, though, they, they are, are in Game Pass. <laughs> <laughs> they do exist. I think, still. Are they on PC one so. as well? You'll know that. Yes, they are on the PC one because that's where I saw them earlier. Might be a letdown, but you can go play old ones, Paul. Quite easily. That is very true. That is very true. And that is it for this fairly prompt E3 roundup. I think we've done all right, considering how much there was that's gone on. Yeah. Not done too bad. Um, If you would like to get in touch and contradict many of our opinions, which I wouldn't be surprised about, you can do so by finding us on Twitter, which is that underscore king underscore thing. You can join us on Facebook by searching for That King Thing and giving the page a like. And you can find us online at thatkingthing.com where there is a contact us form, uh, links to old episodes and such like, links to the YouTube channel, the Discord and Patreon where you can support the show. So please do that if you feel so inclined. Love us. Um, And love us, as James says. Um, that is all for our E3 roundup. I'm sure there will be other things to talk about next week, but it will be a little bit more of a regular show next week with games and fun times that you all love and hold so dear. So it is goodbye from us. And just remember that Keanu Reeves thinks you're breathtaking. Oh, well, bye then. <laughs> I thought you died for the last like five minutes, Joshua. You weren't there at all. No, I, was, <laughs> I was letting Thomas do his thing, and I was also waiting to say bye to everyone. <laughs> and and then he said uh, that, and then put fucking music on, and you just well, like, bye then. <laughs> and I was just pissing myself throughout entire music. <laughs> Twats. <laughs> <laughs> bye, everybody. Goodbye. Bye.